Yeah. I just came all over this mic, and now they want me to do it again and again. Like me and my friends, but they not. I suck the dick like it. <laughs> you what? Never mind, never mind. <laughs> of spoon Pluff of wow how are this <laughs> it's been a while folks uh <laughs> you just got back just got back just got back <laughs> we have to start the show obviously with what's uh for mo- I, can, I don't i can't speak i can't speak i don't have words right now who's high me or you right yeah, now true kobe bryant obviously <laughs> saddest day in history you have in my history you have a an excellent collection of kobe memorabilia I do. You have twenty shoes, at least for sure. This is one of them. Which one's this? This is the this is the Adidas Kobe. Before he went to Nike, he actually won a championship in this in the all black. Um, it was the Adidas two that came out. Why Kobe left Adidas? Audi designed this ugly, ugly shoe, and he got roasted all the time. This is. Audi inspired. No, the next one after oh, this. Oh, okay. So there's this one came out, and then they made a really ugly moon boot version. Yeah. And then Kobe's like, yeah, I got to go. And now, he went to Nike. his first Adidas shoe was the Crazy 8, right? Great shoe, yeah. Okay, that's the only basketball shoe I ever in my life uh, got full price. Oh, sick. My grandparents bought it for me because it was $140. Yeah. So it was like a little bit out of mom and dad's price range. I can't believe you had crazy eights. You were yeah, killing man. it. Oh, because I really believed I was going to be Kobe Bryant, you know, grade seven, grade eight. I wore number eight. I wore the crazy eights. Yep. And guess how many points I fucking scored all season? Four. Eight. Okay. There you go. There it was embarrassing. Wasn't 24, but he was wearing eight back then. <laughs> Well, I'm talking like I played 10 games. I, I scored eight points. It well, was, you're wearing crazy eights. You dropped eight. I looked nice. Who cares? Yeah. You know, it all, it's the numbers thing. And then this shoe here, you just, which one is this? So this is actually the Kobe 2 from Nike. But what Nike did when Kobe was retiring, they did a fade to black series. So the first, the number one's all white. This is the number two. That's why it's kind of like a cream. And then it works us all the way to black, like jet black. Cool. For the... Like the 10, the 11. It's wonderfully made. The leather and shit on it is like, you could really play hard in the shoe. If you yeah, can I love tell. that shoe. The prices obviously are just jumping on Kobe's. How much are we talking? Uh, they're tripling in price for sure. Like, so give me this some, stuff, you know. Give me was, some numbers. People don't know sometimes. There's what nothing these shoes under, cost. let's say that I would say there's nothing under 550 Canadian, but most stuff went over 1,000. Wow. It's crazy. You know, everybody now is like, oh my God, like, we need this stuff now that he passed. Yeah. What was, um... Dude, you want to get a free Kobe Bryant jersey? Go down to the Staples Center right now. There's about a hundred of them hanging over the rail. <laughs> Frugal for it <laughs> it'd be like, back. Yeah, it'd be like taking flowers from a cemetery. That's horrible. You know, LA lost Nipsey. It's called and recycling. Okay, Kobe this year. And with his daughter passing too, like, it's uh, unbelievable. Tears in my eyes, man. Like, you know me, I haven't cried in five years. And Where were you uh, when you found out? That he passed? Yeah. Good Life Gym in Winnipeg. <sighs> and I looked, and the first person 
to I, I don't even know, but they all came at once, like bang, 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 bang. And then you look up at the TV. I swear to God, it, you know, Winnipeg is just a bunch of whites, right? Yeah. They, and I'm the only guy just looking up at the TV. Everyone else is working glutes. Yeah. Couldn't believe it, man. I was in, I was actually in Vegas. Yeah. And we're going home for breakfast. And Alexia told me, you know, and the first thing is like, what? No way. Like, yeah. And then she shows me the phone and it's like, what? Oh, I, I actually phoned Kelby and Benny Johnson. And, yeah. you know, broke the news to both of them. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. Like, bro, imagine sitting in Vegas. We're at a, we're at the Aria in the buffet, you know, eating breakfast. And every table you look at is crying. <laughs> you know, every dude you look at. Just, yeah. yeah. That was the saddest day I've ever been a part of. Um, watching Kyrie last night, you know, during the anthem, he couldn't help the tears. I was like, fuck. Shaq, the big man, broke down. Yeah. That was powerful. Which is deserving, though, if anyone. Like, this guy's the man, you know? I was saying probably two years ago when I really clicked in, I was like, Kobe's the GOAT. Like, I've never seen someone play better than Kobe Bryant. Like, the five eight, championships. 81 points the against 81, the Raptors. The 81. So that's, that's something I... That's one of my favorite questions that is never appreciated. I think it's such a good question of like, forget 9-11, where were you when Kobe dropped 81? That's what I really want to know. Yeah. In and, a basement suite in Fonda. Yeah. Living with Skank. Uh, you know, doing our basement thing. We were just watching because it was the Raptors, you know? We would have watched it anyway. Right. And it just turned out to be that game. And um, it was funny. We had this little shitty... This is when we had a basement suite. We had like stripper posters everywhere. Maybe your mom was on there. We don't know. You were yet. living with a guy <laughs> named Skank. We know. We know what was on the walls. Pouring everywhere and like it was really funny. Why do dudes we, do that? We packed out that place. <laughs> by the end of that game, everybody was over because by halftime, people were even. You know. Yeah. Yo, you just come watch this game. Like this guy. Word was getting around. Yeah. And the year was 2006, right? Yeah. So I was actually I just talked to. Uh, Rube, crazy is that long ago. Oh my. Ruben Paul, who runs two, uh, Ruby Tuesdays down at the Laugh Factory, mm-hmm. comedian, uh, we were just chatting about it. And he said, yeah, he was hosting a show, Chocolate Sundays, at the Laugh Factory, like a packed show. And uh, Chris Red, I think, was the first to mention it on stage. He heard, like, yo, Kobe's going off right now. Like, it made it into someone's stand-up act in 2006 while yeah. they are on stage. Amazing. An update. And there's no, like, Instagram or anything. Like, this was a text message he got. Like, yo, man, Kobe's got 60 through 3. And now and he like, relays it on Whoa. stage. And then Ruben went on stage and, like, hyped everyone up and told him, like, yo, Kobe dropped 81 tonight. And the place went, like, crazy. Because they're in L.A. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was so cool how, like, it just, the whispers spread. Kobe dropped 81. Kobe dropped 81. I heard a funny story about that because um, right away they said, well, against who? Because Toronto was a joke, supposedly. Against a (laughs) regulation-sized basketball rim. That's against. Exactly. That's who. Exactly. Just like everyone else in the history of ball. Okay? (laughs) Yo, they talk about that game, too, that even his 60 game, the guy guarding him, he's like, bro, I didn't give Kobe an inch. I tried my ass off. Yeah. What are you talking about? He's like, Kobe would be pissed if I ever gave him an inch. He doesn't uh, want that. He's talking about ultimate. Gordon Hayward. Yeah, exactly. Because there was this rumor that he was committing a lane violation on his last free throw of the game, giving him 60 points. And he committed the lane violation so that if he missed the shot, he could reshoot. 
So the, oh. the theory was, was that like, he no, was, I just fucked yeah. up. <laughs> and it was like, man, that's fake. Like that's how powerful fake news can be. Someone put that together, and they're like, yo, like, I mad respect for Gordon for doing this, man. Yeah. Look how he looks at the ref. He looks at the ref, knowing that, like, hey, call it if he doesn't make it. Now that's respect. And there's no way you don't believe that story until the next day. And Gordon's like, it's it's a lie. Yeah, I was trying. <laughs> yeah, I love your um your Instagram recently with uh, uh news you've been fooled by. I thought that was really fake fun. news. Yeah, so it happens, especially when you're younger. Like, remember when you're young, the stories that go around, like everything was fake. You well, just believe folklore. <laughs> one of the best. Uh, fake stories my dad he pulled the wool over my eyes big time as a kid he did it as a way of garnering respect in the household okay for for obedience and uh, bad boy school right that's right yeah <laughs> he'd look at me Rent your legend. he'd be like alright I'm gonna call we're gonna take you to bad boy school bad boy school and you were shook like Thinking like thinking back on it, this is a thirty-three-year-old man having to come up with, you know, a nickname. Yeah. Or so, and he just um, he just watched Martin Lawrence and Will Smith and Bad Boys, and he just Bad added school, school to the end. Nice move. But what the real nice move was is he would drive me by this military museum, okay, which I didn't know. I'm too young to really understand what it is. And yeah. there's tanks on the front lawn, parked. That's all I see. And he goes, "That's Bad Boy School." Yeah. Like, I go, "What the." F- <laughs> Tanks? I'm terrified yeah. of this place. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be yeah, good. yeah. So it really existed in my mind. I'll help you with your squats all next week. <laughs> yeah. I, <got> I, <laughs> I I actually did have to get home quickly for back day and shit like that. Like it was necessary. Like, hey, that was actual. Hey, we need you home after. Don't yeah. Diddle. Exactly. Coming home 20 minutes late after school, he's like, "I've been waiting for you." Like my pre-workout already kicked in. My arms aren't gonna. I take I take this stuff at 3:30, so, so that it kicks go. in at four, and it's 4:20, and I've missed the peak of my workout. Jeez. Go to yeah. your room, or I'm calling bad boy school. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> that's, he called. That's he, he picked up the Don't phone fuck one up my time. Workout routine. <laughs> I remember sitting on the like laying up against on the ground up against the wall of my bedroom, looking at my bedroom door, like. A small child getting told I did something can't remember what, but like just being in like defensive turtle mode, and my dad coming around the corner with the phone going, "Hi, bad boy, bad boy school," and I was like, "Okay, no, 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 no. We'll cut the shit right now. I'll be I'm good. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'll be I'm good." He goes, oh, "Okay, one second. What is it? All right, I guess he's saying he's gonna be okay. All right, yeah, we'll give you a call back if need be. All right, wow. okay, bye, bye. Faked me." Fake news. These guys actually, Alexia phones her little sister and says that I'm Santa and I act like Santa on the other side. She's being bad. Yeah. That little. You gotta be good. Ho, ho, ho. I'm getting better at it too. That little Pocahontas girl. Uh, Maya. Yeah, dude. So she was actually just on the news um, because she went for the elephant. They were giving away that elephant hunt and she went and held up a sign, don't kill the elephants. And Her face news. already says, don't kill the elephants. Never mind the sign. <laughs> she is like, if you could grab like Lilo and Stitch or whatever, you know that little Hawaiian girl? Oh, she's Lilo, yeah. Yeah, and put her in real life. That's kind of what she is to me. Adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little bit retarded, but adorable. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's five? Yeah. What were you like at five? Uh, also retarded, believing in bad boy school. Yeah, 
I was very like scared and nervous and there's a picture of me somewhere here where I'm just like <laughs> just worried. I'm very worried. I don't know what's happening, but I'm like <laughs> this yeah. is not going good. Wow. <laughs> now I try not to worry. Now you just let it come at you, you know? Yeah. Um speaking of life advice, man, this like this Kobe thing has all of a sudden got everyone talking about like living in the now be in the moment say don't waste this time yeah say i love you to the people that you need to say it to and and uh, get over bad blood and shit like that and i was thinking you know who like really lived in the moment someone who we trash an albertan figure by the name of ralph klein we trash him i think he's the most celebrated ralph klein in his two- park is hilarious did you see where his park is no. Oh my God! It's like not even in Calgary. It's in like Rocky Ridge almost. It's just like you where the it. dump used to be. They plowed <laughs> it and made a park. No way. Called Ralph Klein Park. I swear on my life. You got a good deal on that land, right? Yeah. It's an investment. It is. It's like me buying it's a condo. It's gonna build out there eventually. In Copperfield, you yeah. know, one day, one day. No day. No day. One day I'm gonna make no a day. sweet five thousand dollars off of that. All Some right? people have to think no day. You know, everyone think, oh yeah, one day. It's actually. Yeah. No day. Sometimes negativity is good. It'll save you some time. Yeah. Um, but Ralph Klein, the reason he gets uh, trashed is because in 2006, same year Kobe dropped 81, uh, Ralph dropped $400 checks on every single citizen of Alberta, regardless of age, children, me, bad boy school. <laughs> That age, I'm getting a four. Oh, fuck, did I need that money? I'm so happy you gave it to me. That changed my life. dollars, man. It and literally changed my life. I so I talked. To, I was just in Winnipeg telling people about this. They couldn't believe it. They don't know things about Alberta. They don't know that we throw loonies at our strippers. Oh wow. They don't know that we all got a four hundred dollar check in two thousand six. Ralph also famously put the law in where you could carry open liquor. Ralph. It lasted about. I think it lasted maybe six months. Yeah, the peak of Alberta, man. He was, was like, what him. do you mean I can't drink in my car? Like, he was not happy about that. We had $8 billion extra left over. Oh, yeah. And he killed it. So he took $1.5 billion. He killed it for citizens, maybe not humanity. <laughs> right, so this is why he's trash, because it's like, well, we could have used that $1.5 billion to build a more sustainable future, you know, we could have, and we could have avoided what we're in now, this kind of talk. But that is not what Kobe would want. Kobe would want you to drop the 400. Day, if they knew what know? I did with that 400 and what it came to. What did you do? I'm not going to discuss that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. It, it wasn't went places. Good? It went places. No, it was really good. It like. Oh, it turned. Bro, it started my whole life, man. Like, oh. Straight up, 400 bucks. Ask anyone. They remember. Wow. It started my whole life. Um, I just bought a. You know, an Xbox you know 360. Like, oh, that's I what I got. Mine. I was smart with it. That's just like. That's the story I was looking for, man. I was like, I bet you there's someone who just really did and well. And then with it, it all just, you know, levels up, levels up, levels up. But that was a really big starting point. And, you know, which, you know, led to how many people get in their Grail shoe, like, in the future. Like, led to I know t- that sounds like someone's so stupid. 20 pairs of Kobe's is what Ralph Klein's definitely. 400 led to. Yeah. It just started. Um, and it was really neat. And thank God. So Ralph. So what they're saying, fuck them. Like, there's lots of money we spent stupidly. Look around the city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did we need mahogany? No. <laughs> but we got. We didn't need mahogany. We didn't need fucking. What's the other one? Now there's so many so far away. 
We didn't need them. Yeah. Auburn we should have built Bay. upper. We're spending so much on sewage and fucking all that shit. Think about you you have a garbage man going there now. You have there's so many costs that the city does when you build an entire community. Mm-hmm. We didn't need them. We could have built up like Yeah, stupid. we coulda. We coulda. Yeah. And obviously building up is just like building out, but it's not ripping up concrete. It's not concrete's expensive as fuck, man. Yeah? Yeah, but why didn't we buy a concrete company with 1.5 built? Why didn't we buy everything we need? We should have just bought that shit if the city owned Lafarge. So here you go. Now you're doing what they're saying. We shouldn't have got that 400. We should have bought the cement. No, I'm not talking the 400. We should have. There's lots of other shit we spent money on. Instead of building a community, buy a business that, you know, we have to use all the fucking time, you know? The sustainable future. You're now arguing against I think they're arguing towards... um, Fuck the RRSP. The Let's go. Oil sands, right? That's more their sustainable future. Finding a way. To- no, they just mean like that 1.5 would have been better suited elsewhere or saved. But it was extra now. tax money. From natural gas. That's what it's from. There's a surplus. Because we were just fucking living, man. Alberta was just partying. Every stampede party was hiring Tim McGraw. Privately. Wait, wait. Garth Brooks, too. Garth Brooks. Palomino. Right? Garth Brooks, yeah. We just had this cash. Like, oh, we got 60 grand, 100 grand for Tim, whatever it was. What party were we going to when we thought it was going to have... The Jim Pattison party. Who do we think it was going to have? I don't know. We thought someone big, but it was post-recession. So it was fucking, you know, it was Ruben Young. (laughs) Shout out to Ruben Young. I hate that I was like 18 when the fucking money was pumping. Pumping. You know, why can I have more links? And <laughs> the song uh, G6 was a, was about Alberta in 2006. We were fucking popping bottles in the club like a blizzard. Yeah. Everyone was getting slizzard. Everyone had money. Yeah, dude. We were so fly like a G6, man. And then the year 2008. Everything crushes. And then? Because of the states, though, right? Yeah. Isn't it? The mortgage crisis? Yeah. We, man, we're so we good caused. at pointing to other countries. Oh, fucking virus, China. <laughs> economy, states. I just feel like their economy got crushed, which does crush us. We're very connected. Apparently, it's been doing, I don't know. if. I mean, 2008 it got crushed. The mortgage yeah. crisis. Yeah, we, all, we all watched there? a big short. Yeah, we all saw the Ryan Gosling movie. No one knew what happened until that movie came out. And then nah, now people. Did. Fuck off! Okay. What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking all about? All right. Yeah, but you guys are weirdos. I okay? only seen the Big Short like <laughs> maybe three months ago. I was like, oh, they really made a movie about this. Nice. The there F- was the Big Fail that came out before that. Too big to fail. Yeah. Like, there's lots of movies, but I, you knew when it happened when they started coming out with what was going on. Yeah. All these bad. Yeah. So why didn't you short it yourself? Huh? I was 18. You're 18. You're starting an empire with Ralph Klein's money. No, there was a short here too. There was a move. I don't know. Remember the the Bank of Montreal? Um, they're overinflating mortgages. No. Oh, what? This so, didn't cross my desk. Pal. This is in Calgary too. It would let's say a house is worth three hundred thousand. They inflate it to five hundred thousand. Yeah. And then pull the equity out of it. Yeah. Chop it and let it foreclose. So, you, so you've already lost me. Don't say things like equity. They oh, so the, the money equity out of it. So, if it's only three hundred grand to buy, and then they inflate it to five hundred thousand, yeah. it's gained two hundred thousand equity. Okay. 
Then you pull that shit out. You chop it and let it foreclose. What do you mean you just pull that shit out? So you take the money you out of the house. You just made the numbers up. The cash doesn't appear. Yeah, they made them up, though. Oh, they're the bank. Yeah. So they're allowed they to go into like the vault. They lost like $50 million. Yeah, I guess. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what the receipt says. I'm going to the vault. I got to get 200 There was people in, in government that were in this, like, in Calgary. Yeah. I love these Calgary stories. Someone commented about the lung kai, and they laughed really hard. I was like, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, we, How about, we keep it local. Oh, I like that, too. There's so many cool stories in this city that people I just, I don't even think they know. You're the king of Calgary. You must mention your city. What do you got for me here? Oh, get out of here. Some guy's calling me. I would love to show you. So, I got nothing against country music. I actually like country music. I don't know if you know that about me. Sebastian Maniscalco just bought Blake Shelton's house in Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. See, Sebastian shows you what you can do with comedy. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Some people did it. Some people wouldn't know who that is even. Well, yeah. He's not huge in Canada. But, he was uh, buying Blake Shelton's house. Yeah. But maybe it was like Blake Shelton's second house that he just let the dogs run in. No, it's true. <laughs> no it was, he, was I know it's to, nice. he was married to Gwen Stefani. It was Gwen Stefani's house. Okay? Wow. Yeah, yeah. We tried to see Gwen Stefani. I didn't. Okay, so. what do we got here? What are you what are you pulling up? When we were just in Vegas. Um This is called Tracy Adkins. And I just really want you to hear the hook of this song. Oh, I, don't I can't believe we're sharing that. It's like an Asian couple right now. Slap your grandma. They're all to be along. Get the sheriff on the phone. Lord have mercy. How she even get them bridges on? That honky tongue. Honky tongue. But donk a donk. That's the hook on the song. The honky tongue. My dad would love this song. Send it. Yeah. It's got everything he likes. He likes women dancing in slow motion. Honky tonk but donk a donk. That's catchy. That's horrible. Yeah, he's having a good time right now. If you're if you're maybe 50, 60, and white, you're going to like that song. That was one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Yeah, maybe my dad would like that, Yeah, actually. that's definitely a dad song. He's like, oh, badonkadonk. That was great. <laughs> it was got badonkadonks. It was worth triggering the YouTube uh, copyright infringement. Oh, yeah, we did that last show, too. Yeah. Whatever. Hopefully it led people listening to the box. Now they're happy. It's a pretty catchy song. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, but Donkey Donk. Now, what year did this come out? That's what I'd be interested in knowing. So I'm just roaming through the streets of Calgary, driving, and then that pops on. Ten years ago. Oh, that's how late I am. I 2009. This is your hot release of the week, Honky Tonk. No, I didn't say hot. <laughs> Honky Tonk, but Donkey Donk, February 25th, 2009. So everyone who already knows that song, that song is terrible. I'm going to read some of the comments. They're probably going to be good. You ever see a butt so nice you want to commit assault on someone's grandmother? That has That's the top one with 1.7 thousand likes. This guy, that was bad. I just woke up in a cold sweat because I remembered this song exists. <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. This okay. guy nailed it. I wouldn't expect... You got it going on like Donkey Kong to be something women like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> view, 
few five replies on that. <laughs> this is the most commercial uh, pushed piece of shit I've ever heard. Oh, but sunshine and starlight kiss emoji says it is though. She says it is what ladies want to hear. Wow, I've never seen so many flat butts in one song. Yeah, For they, real, that was the funniest part. It's like yeah. the donkey dogs. Yeah, let's actually, nothing's donked about that. Let's do a revisit on this because I actually could have, like counting rings on a tree, I could have told you how old this music video is by the ass. <laughs> and by how low the jeans are. Yeah, like that right there. Like that is... That's hilarious. There's no... That's embarrassing now. What a mess is that? You would... If you got tagged in that photo nowadays, you'd be like, oh my God, bitch, take that down. You would literally have a picture of Future saying, where the mass is at, or something in a meme. Can you screenshot that right now so we can put that in the video, Ben? Yeah, that's interesting. Ass has changed uh, dramatically in the last 10 years. And I don't know how the genetics changed so quick. It was the fastest mutation I've ever seen in the entire animal kingdom, if we're honest, right? It started with working out. Now it's, they take fat from you and put it in your ass. Right. You know? I, those, that cheating aside, that stuff aside, the actual just natural building of the ass it has been remarkable, I think. Be from like, yeah, it's like everyone's got ass now. Yeah. <laughs> Hairstyles can change because you, you just cuts like throughout the years. It's just, cut differently okay the yeah. genetics don't have to change there's no work put into that this is now the first like physical thing if you're looking at the monkey slowly standing up and becoming homo erectus this is now a definite change ass <laughs> right yeah it's Maybe. evolved you don't believe in evolution you do now <sighs> my freak my freak <laughs> ass Right, I what? think boobs change a lot too, though. Boobs? Yeah, think about them. Yeah, yeah, I will agree. They're less pointy now. They used to be pretty pointy in yeah. the '80s. And uh, yeah, I think Prince showed me my first like <laughs> nice tit, like Purple Rain. Yeah. Like, Whoa, no point. Gotta say, it's really nice to to experience good boobs. Really funny story. I was, yeah, yeah. Well, Let's not talk about you. You just talk about what you want to talk about. Wait, you just no, no, no. I don't want to talk about what I'm gonna talk about. You just continue. You just keep talking. My shit sucks now. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Well, I was wanna... rolling with Craig Costin and Joe White. We're driving to fucking <laughs> BC. We're a little fucked up. Okay. Not the driver, but I'm I'm not the driver, so it's pretty fucked up. Nice. And I just like looked out the window, and there's these three mountains, and they're all pointy. I'm like, looks like some '70s boobs, and like the crowd erupted. The crowd. <laughs> <laughs> My two friends, they went off. <laughs> Everyone, it was a really funny, you had to be there. It was one of those. I thought you were going to be making like, uh, oh man, what's the movie where the girl has three boobs? Oh yeah. Um, Colin Farrell redid it. It's Terminator. No, it's not Terminator. It's not Terminator. <laughs> it's not Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Yeah, it's, oh. <laughs> it's B-list Terminator. It was him though, yeah. Yeah, boobs, man, were pointy. Uh, but experiencing nice boobs, how how was it? No, not how was it? I, I just mean in general, you know, like growing up, you put on the wall, for me anyways, Carmen Electra. That's who I had up on my wall. Biggest boobs in the game. Fuck, I had Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> I had Pamela. Oh, wait, I had Bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Biggest boobs in the game. Boobs. Bizarre. You had Pamela, yeah. Pamela, Carmen I can't lie. Electra. Pamela, Barbwire. 
I used to think about yeah. it. You can't Google shit and shit. You would just, like, have that in your mind, imprinted, like, uh-huh. I cannot wait to see that fucking movie again. <laughs> and you couldn't just get the movie. Oh, everything was so frustrating. Printing the photos this shit is out. Gonna, this shit gets in so much trouble, I feel like, in our generation of males right now. Oh? At least in my generation, because you go from growing up, never seeing boobs are so rare. You know what I mean? Of course. Super rare. It's the holy grail. Super rare. And now they're everywhere. You can literally scroll oh, on Instagram until yeah. you see a chick's tits. It's like, yeah. Whole Instagram's dedicated to that body part. Like, So then yeah. there's like these guys who are like, you know, 35 now. You put this in your pocket. You know, even like 40, 45, 50. Like, mm-hmm. and it's an issue because you just, you can look at whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, I feel, I can't imagine for the kids growing up. You know what I mean? Like, now they have access to everything. Just desensitized, maybe, to it. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't... So then they don't even try to fuck nah. You see behind the curtain a little uh, too much. We don't, we don't fuck. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm not complaining. It's nice. Like, I like looking behind the curtain. That's the whole it's idea. exactly what I built in my future. Like, I dreamed of this yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And now that this day's come, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. That's probably not good. <laughs> I could, like, imagine a comedian in the 80s thinking, man, like, there is a really hot girl I remember in the crowd tonight. Man, I wish I, like, knew the hell, who the hell she was. And, yeah. like, I wish I could zoom in on photos of her in bikinis tonight while I fall asleep. <laughs> oh, it's 2020? That's a possibility, yeah. <coughs> Chances are she's added you from the ch- show. Chances are she's tagged herself at the comedy club. There's various ways of finding her. Oh, yeah, creep level 1,000 right and now. And you will, and you will. One level I'm not <laughs> on is I, I hear a lot of people joking about it. They, like, they uh, only post, I only post to my story to see if my crush watches or whatever. People are paying attention to who's watching the story. I do that. Oh, really? I do. So you go through Sometimes the, I, there's I a watch list. my haters watch. It's list. hundreds, it's thousands, depending, like, what are you, what are you looking for? Who are you uh, looking sometimes for? Sometimes I'm just like, Who that's are funny you? these people are watching. Ah. And then you and then you maybe you see they don't follow you and they're watching? Okay. Does my ex-girlfriend watch your stories? Man, that shit was blocked like... Oh, blocked. Two okay. years ago. <laughs> you just posted... She the got f- blocked instantly where I was like, yo, fuck this chick. I'm not... Tell the people tell the people what you posted on your Instagram. While I'm in Winnipeg, I see a real gem on yours. You have some some good footage. You capture some nice moments. And that's what I try to do. I know like I try to get from other people's I do grab from other people's stories. Obviously. You're a maniac. You're so confrontational. But it's You're like a maniac. My news. <laughs> Lex News. Uh yeah. You That was just I just cut the end of the video because I thought it was funny. Well, it said a lot, you know? The facial expression. She was, like, just disgusted, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Follow me at the King of Calgary. No one knows what we're talking about. So Brett's ex girlfriend posted a beautiful video talking about him now, which is good because Brett talks about her. It's cool. She gets you. Back. No, no. Here, uh, yeah. Right, I guess we're doing she it right a 14 now. Fourteen-year-old boy. We're doing it right now, but I, I never even call From her. the waist down. I never no, say. Yeah, yeah. What did she say? <laughs> he's like, no. He's like, what? <laughs> No, I actually liked it. You say you're a 14-year-old girl who, or boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 14-year-old boy who only wore two pair, Two pairs of black pants, sneakers, and uh, and straight up, this guy came to my house one time. 
dressed how she wanted him to dress. And he probably got clowned so fucking hard. I'm sure I just laid into him. He was wearing like a sweater, jeans, <laughs> and these Stacy or what are they called? Those boots. The boots. The Birkin, whatever. I don't know. Everyone's the slip wearing on them. boots. The slip on boots with the little elastic thing on yeah. the side. Yeah. The ones that came out originally in like a high end brand, and then everyone copied it. And now it's eight years later. And everyone's wearing them. And they, yeah, they think they're fashionable. That's the shoe men wear if they think yeah. they're onto something. They'll wear a sweater with a f- stupid collar, you know. Yeah, yeah. One guy rocked it so well was Hero. He's like, that guy wore those boots so long ago, though. That was like his thing. Cool. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's the guy. But then see them, and yours were like shitty, shitty ones. Dude, they were $20 at the <laughs> mall, and you know... It, you know, whatever. If it just for a day, you know, I'll play dress up. I don't care. I was into it, <laughs> bro. He looked hilarious. I, this is his mall boyfriend outfit. Like, okay, gotta go to the mall with my girlfriend. Gotta put on my boyfriend boots. I literally called them my boyfriend boots. I've only worn them with. And then she's uh, dissing her. her sneakers. She wanted you to be different, though. Obviously, every Does she liked the track jacket. Every woman wants me to be different. <laughs> That's a common theme. Change. Yeah. Hey, you're, uh, I like your hair, but could you change your personality? It's like going through a video game, you're picking up little traits that you need to, they tell you what's up. You get full paragraphs. Yeah. Women love to tell you, like, they're not threatened by you at all. There's no scare. Like, I feel like sometimes women are scared to tell me stuff. You have no scare. <laughs> hey, man. Because <laughs> you've never just been like, hey, man, shut the fuck up for a second. Like, we need to. Oh, yeah, only once did I snap. Only once. And I killed her. I fucking killed her. She's dead. But, uh... <laughs> now, Let's leave on that. You want to leave on that? Uh, yeah, I guess, man. Fuck. We, there's so much to talk about. But, yeah, let's, uh, let's save it. Let's keep it. going. You I know, got time. Um, did we fully cover that that video, man? That was I really like how you post the highlights of that shit. God damn it. Anyways, what do I got here? Yo, my, of course, my girl sent me that right away. She's like, that got group chatter right away. Yeah, that's good. I heard TMZ. she's killing it on TikTok. <laughs> that's. I think that's good for her. Yeah. <clears throat> she just acts weird on camera like that and shit. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, anything but this fucking content that I see nowadays of girls posting a photo of their legs in the bathtub, going self care time. Self-care time. You're taking a fucking bath. <laughs> you're you're sh- dirty water. You're shou- Everyone showers. We keep it to ourselves. Like, what do you mean self-care time? <laughs> you're, you're bathing, you asshole. Time to wash my ass. It's such- we, should, we just got to start flipping all these. Like, you see what I write under people's things? I'm like, do I have the juiciest pussy in the game? <laughs> Try not to masturbate to this? Like, Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Because everyone writes that under comments. Not everyone. Like, like you're the only guy who I see doing <laughs> this. People know. <laughs> uh, me and Alex Carr in like half cut. Yeah. That's who knows. Anyone else like scrolling the internet? Cutter started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cutter's got a good one too. Shout out to Cut. He just had a baby. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Little girl. That's Amazing. awesome. Amazing. It is awesome. Cut's a dad. I. I texted him the other day, or I sent him that stupid rap video thing I did on Instagram. That wasn't even stupid. And I was like, yo. That's got bars. I can't wait for his next track. Check. Should we drop those bars right now? They were really good. <clears throat> you guys want to hear some goddamn. The first set was the better. 
The first set was the better? Yeah. You mean Eugene Levy bars are nice, but that first bar was like, what? Oh, no! It's a roast battle. Go fuck yourself. So now let's put this baby to bed, okay? Now there's one thing I know you're passionate about. You included it in your bio, right? Yeah, laugh it up, though. Uh, is that you're into, what is it, cypher, battle, you're into rapping, you're into the fucking rhyming, so you know what, I prepared a little cypher for you, okay, alright, so I admire this career that you're trying to forge with the brain that's bipolar and clothing that's by George. <laughs> but you gotta be quick on your feet, not heavy, you got the eyebrows of Eugene Levy. All you're missing is the nose and plastic glasses. You don't need any more acting classes, cause after this battle's over, I'm gonna be spreading Ryan Ash's ashes. It was actually the last one I liked the most. I forgot. <laughs> Some flow on that. It's the following. He off. He's like, by the way, da 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 da. So speaking of roast battles. Did you win? Yeah, yeah. He didn't get a single applause when they asked. Who thinks that Ryan Ash won? Not a single soul. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But you, you know, uh. Well. I don't know. I was pushed up against the wall on that one. I was told that he was better than me. Like, Sterling looked at me in the eyes and said, no, no, dude. Um, like, you're my friend and all. You're good, but... So you went off? Yeah. You're like, yo, I'm gonna end this guy. Yeah, you know, you just, you gotta I man up. I can't believe I missed you battling. Like, that's one thing. You don't do it at your battles. Like, obviously, you roast the guys. Yeah, yeah, but head-to-head, it's a little bit more rare. It's awesome. Um, so I'm doing press in Winnipeg, doing the radio circuit out there. And uh, that's something every station asked. They brought up roast battles. So when they do their searches on me, that's like the first thing that comes up, which yeah. is good. And they're all interested in it. Now, unfortunately, one of the radio stations, we went live to air, right? So there's no like editing. Whatever I say makes it on air kind of thing, yep. which in the radio industry is a little bit risky. And uh, so the first part of the interview goes fine. And she's like, uh, how about you hang out a little bit more? Uh, we'll come back after commercials. I'm like, cool. And then she asked about roast battles. And then I just I shared the story of, you know, Juan Forno and his grandmother. Okay. And it's a Calgary story, a, a horrific one. A grandmother was pushed in front of the C train, attempted murder. Okay. She was hit by the train, survived, but paralyzed. Yeah. Woman goes to jail for attempted murder for life. Okay. This grandmother is now in the hospital recovering. Her grandson, a, a budding comedian, on roast battles. Not one week after the incident. Okay. There is fresh blood yeah. in the pool. And what shark happens to swim on by? One with one leather glove. Oh my God. A mullet and a mustache. Sam Walker. And a fanny pack full of Vicodin and condoms. Daddy. And he just states the facts while Juan's mother, his sisters, his family, okay, are in attendance at the back of the room. Sam Walker says, Juan's grandmother might be paralyzed, but she can still feel what a disappointment her grandson is. (laughs) Okay, so now your reaction there is the proper one. Now imagine three morning radio jocks live on air, and I said it just like now, 
and they went silent. They couldn't like you could tell they were fighting. They were so uncomfortable. They're like, okay, all right. So two, so uh, he'll Political. be playing. He's gonna be playing all week at Winnipeg Rumors. Uh, we got four tickets Probably to give away. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to mention, but <laughs> I didn't let it end there. I was like, look, like. Uh, I hate how in society we're looking for reasons to be upset. Like, the fact of the matter is that whole family laughed. They died at that joke. Mm. And laughter can heal, and you can get over things immediately, man. Yeah. And uh, probably felt nice for the first time in a week. Dude, even these people making jokes about Kobe Bryant's death, like, whatever. Like, I, I really don't even mind because it's fucking Mamba mentality joke writing. Day one, you're in the gym. Like, whatever. I like it. Go for it. Ari Shafir, he didn't make know. a joke. Ari Shafir is an asshole. But, though, you know, whatever. So, but some people just didn't point like is, I don't, Kobe like that. Right? I don't even they don't even down. know Kobe. Some people don't even watch basketball. It, it was a bad example. I don't even want to go down there. I'm just saying, in I've general. I've seen some too, though, where I'm like, yo, this is ridiculous. It's like, yeah. His daughter, every, like, okay. it's such a tragic. And again, it comes to the, the rule. Shit. It comes to the rule in roasting jokes, like those yep. ones. It comes, it has to be more funny than it is shocking. Yeah, That's, and that wasn't that that dissed him. Yeah, so if it's more, she can still feel the disappointment of your you like that's really funny. <laughs> and it's shocking, but a, a good joke, but a little bit more funny, yeah. so it works. So and I'm sure everyone was like, "Ooh, yeah." Uh, was I not there? I think you were, man. I probably wasn't. And that's why I said on I said on radio, I'm like, "Look, people are in their cars right now, offended at that story, what I just told." You know, yeah. they're offended at my septum joke we made in the first one. I slid in, you know, dressing up like a cow. And uh, I said, you just got to get over it, man. I feel like I really delivered a powerful message. I got like six minutes of on-air time on the big station in Winnipeg. Yeah. And I told the people to fucking, to man the get fuck the up. Fuck yeah. over it. Yeah. And you know what? All the shows were sold out. It was uh, great attendance. Awesome week. I did like fucking nine shows. I was there a whole week. It was a good time. It was all right. You see any boobs? I saw some boobs. <laughs> the sets went well. Let me see the Instagram, bro. Give me yeah, the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me the Instagram, bro. Yo, you want to see her naked? Those guys. Be <laughs> one of those fucking guys. Yeah, um, right here. Some people are so down to just show the Insta, like, to stunt. Yeah, show me edited pictures of the girl you kissed last night. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I liked how you're not one of those guys. You're not one of those friends that... Uh, like, you'll certainly appreciate the photos being shown, but you're not, like, <laughs> hungry for them, right? You know you have patience. They'll come. The photos will come. The yeah. male ego. If it's, like, your best friend, you assume you're going to meet the person at one point. Wow. Well, with, with me, you can never assume that. Yeah, like, I can't meet the whole squad. <laughs> I like to keep things closed off. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. For good reasons, I see. <laughs> <laughs> So I can't be like, you're making a horrible decision, Bradley. <laughs> yeah, you actually know, and I, that's bullshit. You do get to, you're the only one with 24-7 access, man. You really, <laughs> you have come out to like so many shows. You drive out to Banff. You're like, you got nothing to do. You come to Edmonton to see a show. You're just a, 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 around for the hang. Well, you came out to, so handy that just I for comedy. laughs, you came out to. Yeah, just for laughs was awesome. You've, I got the all access. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> You get to see me be turned out, fucking embarrassed by strip strippers in Montreal. <laughs> Good times. Oof. That's a funny story. This guy never been to a strip club. This is how nice of a friend. Yeah, I am. let's hear from your angle. This guy's never been to a strip club. I was like, you gotta check it out. 
of course, I don't get in because I'm, what was I wearing? Jeans <laughs> yeah. or okay. You didn't get allowed into a Montreal strip club because you were wearing sweatpants. But, I'm, like, I told the guy, I'm like, dude, there's like $700 sweatpants. Like, they're fucking, like, you don't understand. This whole kit is like a Travis Scott collector's edition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> But I, whatever. So I sit on the curb. I was actually, remember, I, was, I smoked cigarettes that whole trip for some reason. I don't know why. It's two guys go to the strip club and one doesn't make it in. And it, because I'm so excited to go, I look back and you're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like, no, I like, was like, you got to go. I, I didn't care. I got a girl. But now I'm I a, a fucking weirdo <laughs> alone in the strip club for my first, like, which is how I'd love it anyways, you know, solo. I love doing shit solo. So I didn't mind. Yo, and if you're going to go for a dance and shit, you do a solo anyway. <laughs> Yes. So uh, we, we learned the hard way. <laughs> so I sit on the curb and just sm- smoke cigarettes till you came out. With a big smile on my face. He, oh, he fell in love. How, how excited was I when I came out of that? The club? most excited. Like, just, you were in love. <laughs> we, we had something. Sasha. <laughs> Hi, Sasha. Okay. It just, there's so many things that were really exciting me about the place. First of all, you get to the gate and you're like, okay, how much is he going to dig me for? Here we go. I'm about to get fucking raped at the door, right? I'm a dude by myself in a hoodie. Like, and and you're thinking in, like Calgary Strip Club is like 25 cover. Yeah. He goes, $5. Uh, I, do, I pay quickly thinking it's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny how quick you want to pay what yeah. you think yeah. they fucked up? Deal. Yeah. Deal. Shake his hand. Let's go. Like on like Canadian pickers when they're bargaining. Like, well, I don't. I could let it go for 50. Yeah, deal. Think about me like even at the sneaker store, people come in. How yeah. much you want for it? That, yep. Yeah. Let's get it. Take I'll my take hand. It. Cool. So I get in for five. And then, uh, and because I'm by myself, I'm not taken to a seat, which is another scam they have. There's a guy that will walk you to your table, and when he does, he sits you down and then just takes out a wad of money out of his pocket and just stands there, just suggesting that you add to it. So you have to pay $5 to be seated. Not a small guy either. Not a small guy. (laughs) And uh, so we give him five. Now, that's when we went the second night. We learned the hard way. But yeah, but because I'm by myself, okay, I dodged that five. Uh, to get into the private dance room is another five at that gate. So they get you 10 bucks, and then each song is $15 per song. So just money-wise, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go, like, I'm not spending a lot of money here. This is great. Two songs for $30. <laughs> and, I'm in under 60. This and it's is... a deal because it's full contact. You know, there's like very, there's only a couple rules that you have to follow. So when you're talking about like getting bang for your buck, what are you going to a strip club for? Let's be honest. You want probably tits in your face. Well, you're going to get that at a very good price. Not to fucking whip a loony. Right. What the hell are you doing? A loony. Terrible. A loony. So Montreal was, it was like, it was finally a product. I was like, man, this is worth it. You know me, like I look at menus numbers first and yeah. then I see what the food like attached to it good is. Good value. Yeah. So I saw the value and then the, you know, the girls that were working were all uh, very beautiful. And uh, the one I, Sasha, you know, we, I tried to make it so that I'm the one guy in the night that she actually had a good time with in the booth. Like she actually laughed. She enjoyed her job. She didn't fucking feel like it was gross, yeah. right? Or she made you feel like this. <laughs> right? Is this the spell? Finessing. So I'm in there, like, I'm trying to, like, 
you know, build a relationship. And I think I did. I think I did. And then I thought wrong. I'm pretty sure they try to talk you up. That's the whole game. Well, yeah, she did that bullshit move. Go in there, feel like the man. Yeah. And then you dip. And she says the nerve to be like, what's your birthday? I go, uh, March 30th. <gasps> she turns around. I'm March 29th. I knew there was something. She goes, I knew. I knew. All of a sudden, this guy believes in yeah. all that shit. I'm yeah, so yeah, cynical it. when it comes to the astrology, but I leaned in. I meant me too. I yeah. felt it too. I felt it. Aries, Aries. <laughs> are you kidding me? No way. Oh my God. And then so. From that the- equals 59. My grandpa's 59. <laughs> Aries, man. And then we just bonded. And then I, I pulled a fucking... 5'9", that's Theron Fleury. <laughs> Theron Fleury? Number 14. That's true. Yeah, you're into those okay. fucking numbers. 2 plus 6. 8. eight of course. What are you kidding? Anyways, we bonded. I thought we had something. And then the next day, I go back. Yeah, that's actually part of the story. The next day, we go back. Because <laughs> we have to. Right? Well, I, like... I yeah. mean, you walk me there. And, uh, dude, you know what? Let's, let's cut the bullshit. You looked right at the camera there. You came into the strip club, okay? <laughs> you, this is not a story we can hide. That's hilarious. How? What kind of trouble can you get in by your girlfriend finding out you entered a strip club? I don't know. I just try to keep it respectable. Keep it res- Yeah, but you weren't... I was respectable, You didn't even get a private dance. Like, is- you were just there to accompany me. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. there's no way... You could be Sasha. in trouble for that. Almost, it's almost more shady that you were hiding it from her, than I guess so. Yeah, right. True. Talking about me not like confronting girls and saying, "Yo, be, like that's you hiding now, right?" I'd rather her just hide it too. <laughs> Is she going to any dancing bear? As long as you're being respectable, it's like, yeah, who the fuck cares? You know? Yeah, you can look. It's all good. Yeah. Anyways, we go back the next day, and I uh, go up to her like, hey, and my opening line is, remember me? <laughs> bad, really bad. Remember me from yesterday? No. Yeah, she's straight up, no. <laughs> I was like, but uh, March 29th, March 3rd, Aries, we're both, picture me with my palms upwards towards the ceilings going like this. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, you were both Aries. Yesterday, you even said so. <laughs> That was bad, man. Fuck, she finessed. I crashed and burned. How'd it work out? It didn't. The funniest thing about that whole night, we go to your hotel, mm-hmm. we keep walking to this, that strip club. Yeah. And it was on the, where my hotel, where I was staying, it was on the road before it. That's right. So stupid. And I kept telling you like, oh, it's only three more blocks because I know you only have three more blocks in there. <laughs> And I had to just keep doing that three at a time. Man, I just walked to Vegas like a motherfucker. Yeah, you hate Vegas walking. Vegas is so trashy, it's hilarious. The king does not walk. He must I try to be walk. escorted. Bro, where do you think these calves came from? You yeah. have the best calves of all time. <laughs> I don't think of all time. Uh, out of all my friends, yeah. There you go. I'll take that. Pop, pop. Uh, and Gotta when, win something. When spring comes, it's a real treat for all of us. <laughs> Dude, they come out moisturized too. Like you have, like they're like soft and supple, but also firm. You can. T- it's quite the calf. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm blushing. As you should be. As you should be. <laughs> These two kids, uh, Kelby was telling me this story on the bus. 
and there's a funny way to hear it. So people say no homo. Yeah. And he heard like two lesbian girls, and the one two was like, no hetero. <laughs> no hetero. I thought that was really funny. I like that. It morphed. That was like a Jerry Springer final thought, it felt like, at the end of the cast. Perfect. <laughs> that was really nice. Can I give a final was thought? Was Jerry staged? You think Jerry was... Of course he was. Staged, I mean? Yeah. Here's a, here's a Jerry Springer uh, final thought. How long before the term, like in sports, you know, in, in hockey, when the guy dekes another guy out, right? They go, oh, you absolutely undressed him. How long before that's considered, like, adding to rape culture? Like, we can't say things like that. Like, oh, he undressed him. He left his jock strap on the crossbar. Because it's, oh, it's too sexual, right? You're undressing yeah. a person against their consent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Duncan Keith is getting deked out against his consent. Yeah. That's not okay. Uh, yeah. I know it sounds sure ridiculous. It's eventually. not even funny. It's not even a joke. It's, it's supposed to be like, what's the next level? We're looking... Because everything gets banned. One after another, all of a sudden, Let It Snow is now too far, right? That Christmas song. Or Baby It's Cold Outside. Sorry. Baby It's Cold Outside. That that went through the ringer. And that was offensive. Oh, just because people are idiots. I don't know. I just wrote that. That was a distraction. That's what that was. What were they distracting you from? We don't know. We don't know. Okay, that was Something a, was a distraction. Though. That was a really bad final thought. Let me let me make up for it. Let me do another one. I, I think girls, I just realized this today, girls use the dog filter not because they like dogs, but because they hate their nose. <laughs> wow. There's a lot of girls that want nose jobs and hate their nose, yeah. and this filter has unlocked the secret. They get to cover their nose. Am I 0 for 2 on final thoughts? These are bad. I should stop writing things in my phone. I had a weird thought. I noticed a lot of women. This is, uh, actually, it's too controversial. <laughs> no, that's what we did this podcast for. It's true. Whatever. Okay. Hey, the women that wear the thing over their nose, like I feel like they almost got what you got going on there. You know what I mean? Like there's like a divot. Wear it's what? Very, like, wear what over their nose? Um. Fuck. I guess it's like. Because you see it in like Middle Eastern. I don't know what it's called. Burka. Oh, the the cape, the mask the that hangs over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And it just seems like, obviously, with pressure over time to anything, it's just going to adjust. And if every person is wearing them, I just noticed the noses are different. Ah. You know? And I, that was just like, maybe that's... No, you're right, man. There's a, there's photos right now circulating the internet of uh, nurses working in hospitals right now because of this virus outbreak, and they're working such long hours that their masks and everything that they have on are creating big dents in their face, and they're showing just how like scarred up their faces are just from wearing a mask for 48 hours, never mind their entire life yeah. is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you think the burqa or whatever it's called is, is uh, like constricting the top of the nose and changing the shape of it? Yeah. Creating the bump? That's all that I... Yeah, just... I don't know. There's certain noses. Like, and it's a Middle Eastern yeah. nose. You okay. know what I mean? Where I'm like... I know the answer to But this. I don't see a lot of their faces either. I actually looked into this. Is okay. it real? You um, yeah, it's an evolutionary trait because they grew up in uh, desert climates, which lack humidity. So the nose had to adapt to be bigger to trap more of it. Oh. That's real. Crazy. I literally looked into that when I was roasting Malik because he has a big nose, right? <laughs> so I was like, 
it's it's designed to suck the humidity out of the dry desert or whatever but in calgary all it does is suck the humidity out of women's vaginas (laughs) (laughs) finally we ended nice finally okay let's leave now george costanza goodbye we'll see you next week i gotta leave you got the eyebrows of eugene levy you're into rapping plastic glasses you're into fucking rhyming flying ashes ashes I prepared a little cipher for you. This battle is over. Holy. We were going to end it too. I knew we had a second wind in us. I just wanted to talk, man. It's been a while. I know.